What's up, everyone? He's Gage Samoji. I'm Emerson Hip, and this is the Intoxicated Sports Report. And we are back after Finally. two weeks. You know, this is only the second episode we've done since being back from Paris. Is that right? Which seemed where I thought for sure this was number three, but it's number number two. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. We took last week off. I'm happy to be back. Yes, yes. I think it was a, a needed week off, you know. We, we jumped right back in when we first got back. Um, and then there just wasn't much going on in the sports world last week. Yeah, and for our, our listeners that know us, sometimes we do this. Yes, every now and then. Every now and then we take, you know, <clears throat> every other week, depending on the time of the season of the right, sports right. and all that. So, thank you for your patience. Yeah. It's now rewarded. We're back. <laughs> we did thank like, you, thank you for joining us as yeah. well. We kind of did the post-Super Bowl, Colin Coward take a week off drill <laughs> is that what he does yeah every year after the Super Bowl or no he'll do the the week after and then the next week he'll take it off oh because there's not shit going on <laughs> hey Colin knows what he's doing exactly Colin knows what he's doing how you doing man I'm doing well it's, it's great to be back in here yeah it's nice it's nice we're sitting here watching my Sacramento Kings on TNT that's right does not always happen so I am happy about that which this is great because today we're gonna do our first edition of the NBA contender rankings of the season. So, yeah. look at this. The Kings on, on national television. And also, back-to-back Warriors, the begin the first right. game. Yeah, that's true. Kings, second game. Talk oh. about some California love over here. Shout out to it. Shout out to Tupac. <laughs> Sacramento. Sacramento. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking that. See, there we go. There we go. But, I mean, the Kings, seriously, they have, I think this is probably their second primetime game of the year. They, I've, they I've been kind of looking for them on national TV. It never seems to happen. No. But they deserve it. It's nice though on Fubo. Like you, I could always watch the Kings games. Like I've right. watched, I've watched a lot of like more Kings games than I've watched in a long time in one season. I I threw one on the other day because I was like, well, there's nothing else on. Yeah, just flip it over the Fubs. Shout out to them for that one sixty one seventy six one seventy five one over the Clippers two weeks ago. That was wild. Really wanted to mention that this week, but it's a little old now. But I think that was the second highest scoring scoring game in NBA history. Right. And I actually I caught that game from the second half on. I think. It was a great game. Some people were saying it was the, one of the best Kings games in history and all that. <laughs> were they at home? I can't remember. They were on the road. They were on the road. Okay. It was a huge game, too. The Clippers, you know, I know they're... They were getting some momentum. Kind of time. reeling now because of Westbrook. Yeah. But, you know, anytime you play Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, and your team like the Kings is up and coming, it's a huge win. Oh, yeah. Do the Kings need to work on their defense? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but, you know, they'll get there. They'll get there. So, it's nice to see them. It's nice to be in here and watch them play. Yes. No doubt about that. Um, do you know what we're drinking? Can you guess? Um, I mean, I saw you make it. Kind of. Do I, do I know what this cocktail is? Do I know this? Uh, you should. There's a, like a little twist on, on a classic cocktail. Okay, hold on. It's like wine tasting, swish around in your mouth. <laughs> uh, Paloma? No. No. It's not far off, though. It's a margarita. But... <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking margarita, but I didn't think it'd be that easy. No. So it's a margarita, but I used uh, a week or so ago. I took some tequila and infused it with jalapenos overnight, and used that jalapeno tequila. I feel I, I feel really dumb. Right now. <laughs> that, that was an easy. That's, that's a gimme. That is an absolute gimme, and I whiffed. Can you taste the jalapeno at all? It's, it's a little. It's a little spicy. A little spicy. It's kind of subtle though. I like it though. Yeah, I took I took all the seeds out in the in like the. The membrane or whatever you call that. Yeah. So it kind of takes away from the spice because that's where all the spice is. But You know, speaking of spice, 
I was going through the ISR. You know, you can go through every story that we've ever posted before. I saw one of us post chip challenge. Oh yeah, Dude. rough. Dude. I forgot. I mean, I don't know how I'd forget about something like that, but I did. <laughs> and it was just us on like the L shaped couch back in Dover, <laughs> and you're you know you're laying down. I'm just like head back, yeah. hydro flask full of water in hand, just dying. I think to this day, that post of us doing it, like on a, a reel or whatever, is our by far our most popular post of all time. Yes, I mean, and that was only like <clears throat> a couple months into doing this. <laughs> yeah, so we've we've only gone down from there. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, so does that mean we have to be like jackass and start doing stupid shit? Right, because that's how this is about. Okay. <laughs> Not doing that. Uh, I wish we were more creative because I do see some stuff that other just, podcasts do on on social media. And... It's hard. Like those guys, like the, those guys in the bread basket. Oh yeah, amazing. Those guys are great. I, I, they are fantastic. I watched their videos for like thirty minutes today. <laughs> How the hell? I mean, I know we're creative enough. I like to think I'm somewhat of a creative guy, but it's just like you know, it's it's hard to think of an idea and then have it work. Right. You know what I mean? It's also like you work, I mostly have worked. So I'm yeah. taking some time off right now. That's but, true. So don't really have all the time in the world to think about that kind of stuff. That's true. <clears throat> so it's not totally fair, but no. at the same time, I do wish we could implement some of that stuff. We just gotta think about like like what's like the stupid shit that we do that could be entertaining that for could someone. Could be entertaining. Yeah, that's not a bad way. Like to like, like how we do like <clears throat> jersey numbers. It doesn't yeah. make any goddamn sense to anybody else <laughs> right. but us. Yeah. Like, Devin says that she, she tries to figure it out. She tries to figure out our algorithm, but she, <laughs> she's, she's getting there, but she can't. Like, on what is a good... Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. Like, she doesn't understand, like, why I don't like... Like, she knows I don't like number six or anything with six I in hate it. six, too. Unless it's, like, 66. Yeah. But you know Trying what I mean? Trying to fly. I can't explain it. It's just how I like it. So maybe that's something we could do. I don't mm-hmm. know. That's not really entertaining, but it's something that's niche yeah. and different. I just like jersey numbers. I don't know. <laughs> you know, we're gonna talk about Patrick Marlowe in a second, and mm-hmm. I think it's really cool. Yeah, like to me, jersey retirements are like the almost the pinnacle of being a professional athlete. Besides winning a championship, right? Or Pau Gasol, he has number retired. Yeah, number sixteen. That's I, not my favorite. Not my favorite. I could deal with it. It's not horrible. No, it's better than six by itself. It is. I it just is. To me, every time you throw a one or a two in front of a number, it always helps it tremendously. But I like sixteen more than twenty six. Um, 26 to me is just they're it's, close it's just so bad it's just like, really? like it reminds me of like Cal Corver it's just <laughs> not it's just, it's just not good but anyways so we'll figure something out how yeah. about that that's good so you got something right there maybe yeah. we'll see <laughs> they're also like the breadbasket guys and all these people are really like tech savvy like they know how to make it look good right, right. right. Like, I don't I, mean, I guess we could figure it out we need to hire a uh like a social media yeah. person? Like, yeah, expert or whatever. Jeez, like I mean, we probably know some people. <laughs> but that, Who's going to pay them, though? Right. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> we'll, we'll buy you a beer. <laughs> uh, we'll figure it out. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Another margarita in this fancy glass. Mm-hmm. You like these. I don't know. I mean, I bought them, so I might as well use them. <laughs> yeah. I think they do actually really keep the glass or the drink cold. <laughs> I don't like the way they sweat too much, but I don't like it either. But, but you know, it's whatever. I mean, regular, it, it kind of tells you any, any kind of cup. It'll sweat a little bit. Condensates, you know. Yeah. So 
Although those those whiskey glasses I have, I feel like are pretty good for not doing that. But I don't know. I try not to think about whiskey since the old fashioned incident of three weeks ago, <laughs> two weeks ago. Not good. Not good. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I say that now, but in about an hour and a half, when you ask me for old fashioned, I'll be like, "Yeah, I can have one." <laughs> It was fucking bad, man. It was bad. I was looking at my blanket in my room, which I washed. I hope. Well, and I, I see, I see this stain. I'm like, what the fuck is that? I thought a cat, I thought my cat pissed on my blanket. Oh uh, shit! I'm like, oh no, that's for me. That's for, that's for me puking on it. Because I let it sit out. Like, I was so I'm not, I'm hung over. Shit, I'm not gonna do my laundry right now. <laughs> right. You know, so I'll bite the bullet on that one. Just a reminder: if you did or didn't listen to the last episode, Gage had a good. Good Daytona 500 day. <laughs> or night, however you want to put that. <clears throat> um, not, not a bold prediction, because we're going to take a shot here anyways in a second. <laughs> I am not going to be the drunkest person at NASCAR this year. And I know you're going to go, boo. But I don't want to be the drunkest person. That's going to be Garrett or possibly Danny. Sorry, darts. We like talking shit about you. It's okay. Yeah. Well, there's two sides of this thing for me. It's, it was hilarious seeing how drunk you were the last time. But I would I, like for you to no. actually experience the race this time. <clears throat> no, I want a healthy, a healthy medium. Yeah, I want. Yeah. I want to have a nice buzz walking in. I don't want to be stumbling walking in at what noon. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of embarrassing. It's kind of funny, but it's embarrassing. It's not something that I necessarily. I just don't want to be the drunkest person there. Yeah, I, I don't think that's hard with our group. We get, we got some <laughs> some loose cannons, <laughs> but we also have some drinkers though. Like 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 the guys that we drink with. They can, they can throw them They can throw it down and not look as sloppy as I can. Like, right. for me, it's just... And I ate a lot of food that day at NASCAR. I remember, I had... I think I had some glizzies. I definitely had some <laughs> chips. And everything that was available, I ate. But... Did you have breakfast? I had the eggs, didn't okay. I? We had uh, eggs. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I had food. It's just... We were, we were, I think we, we did start drinking a lot before the food actually hit us, though. So, I think that's another big thing. I was also looking through the old stories of that day. <laughs> phenomenal. It was a phenomenal day. Yeah, it, it really was. It looked funner than the day you guys had last year. No offense. Yeah, last year was last year was a little funky. I mean, we still had a good time, but some shit happened. So, so we'll see what happens. Because, <clears> like I said, I'm looking forward to it. I'm just I t- can't wait t- to. Tunnel vision. Yeah. Absolute tunnel vision. Hopefully, and we got some things on the docket too. Like we got things to look forward to. But I'm looking forward to NASCAR. Right, right. That's the next next thing. Well, I mean, we're going to go to a Sharks game hopefully next Saturday. But we're going to a Giants game. Yeah, that too. So that too. Fun. That too. Shit. Shout out pops. <laughs> shout, out, shout out pops. That's out. right. That's right. Uh, should we start the podcast? Yeah. What do we got going on today? Uh, we got a lot of NHL news. So we, we don't talk about hockey, but I feel like today we have some stuff. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, PSG news that we'll go through quickly, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. NFL, of course. You know this podcast. We can't go through one episode without talking about the NFL. I mean, it's always relevant. Right? It's the worldwide leader. Uh, NBA. And last but not least, a little UFC talk. Ooh. I'm glad you mentioned this because I was going to mention this for Last Call. I, th- I feel like it's a little bigger than Last Call news, personally. So. I like that. Yeah. And you actually watched <clears throat> this fight. I did. How often do you get to watch fights? Never. With your with your old work schedule? Yeah. Never. I, was, I remember I was very fortunate. Um, remember, like, the first handful of fights, uh, like, coming out of COVID, sort of? And Conor McGregor had a big one. I think he was returning to the ring early on. Wasn't it the one, the one that he broke his leg? I want to say, yeah. Because yeah, I yeah. wasn't. I was, I remember I was watching. Was that against Gaethje or something like that? One of those guys. Uh, yeah, something, maybe something like that. Yeah. I remember watching that fight at Jeremy's brother's house in Vacaville. He has like he had like the pool has a pool in the backyard and he had the TV set up and yeah. every Connor busted his shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. So um, 
Yes, I was I was fortunate enough because we were working short shifts back then. I was getting off at nine o'clock. Yeah, that's right. I was able to get back right at the start of that one. <clears throat> I remember watching at Dover, uh, Jake Paul sleeping. Uh, Nate Robinson. Oh, uh, <laughs> really? <laughs> I don't think I was there for that. He slept his ass. You might not have been there for that one. Um, was. <clears throat> I have not watched him step into the ring. But anyways, let's start with hockey. Um, so, Sharks news first. Uh, like you said, there was a jersey retirement. That man was Mr. Patrick Marlowe, who became the first Shark to have his number retired in the franchise's history. Um, well, think, well deserved. Yeah, I mean, I think we kind of knew this was going to happen. But Was he the first... Was that he their first draft pick ever? No, he he came into the league in ninety seven, and they're oh, okay. they were uh, ninety one ninety two was their first yeah. season. Oh, wow, <clears throat> I, didn't realize, I didn't realize it was that late. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. But uh, I mean, he is Mister Shark. He's earned that nickname. He's all time leader in games played in the NHL, let alone the Sharks. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. All time leader in Sharks history in goals and points. So this makes it pretty easy. Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. Yep, absolutely. He should get a statue. I, yeah, I mean, if if there was going to be any shark, obviously getting the number retired, I don't, I don't know if if having statues is a big thing in the NHL or not. Like among unless you're Gretzky, Frenchies. unless you're Gretzky, I'm sure he has one. Like, I, I think Gretzky has one in front of Staples. Staple or really? Yeah, crypto. Whatever. Oh, crypto. Yeah. I think I want to say he does. Okay, but I mean, it's no. I mean, it's Gretzky. I'm not saying Marlowe's Gretzky. I'm not saying that. But the thing is, he, he played never played the... there. Well, wasn't he playing in the? Well, I mean, playing the forum. I mean, Magic Johnson's statue's True. there, and I see what you mean. I right, think, I think it's, it's just there, yeah, commemorating right the people playing for the LA teams. Yeah, but uh, well, I mean, that's like Willie Mays. He he. This is also true. Okay, good point. <laughs> I stand. I, I put me in my place. <laughs> thank you, Gage. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. But uh, uh, I got two. Pro- I got one problem with the Marlowe number retirement. Did you watch it? I caught a little bit of it. Okay. I thought the whole thing, I thought the whole presentation was great. I thought it was cool. Yeah. I thought the number font, see, let me go back to the numbers. I thought the, the font of the number should have been what he put, like the old school block numbers. You know what I mean? I, under, I think they did it to what they wear now. It, it did look a little interesting. It looked a little too modern for my liking. It would have been cool if they did the, the era between, like, when he became a shark. Like that first yeah. like ten years of his of that. Like I'm just telling you, like if you look at the jersey number that he wore for his career, like the way the number was fonted, right? And you look at what the banner was, it's different. Yeah. I don't know. I wonder, I wonder if they're doing that because they just want to keep it modern <clears throat> with what the sharks are wearing. Currently. Yeah, I'm not really sure what how they how they decided that, but I'm gonna see. To me, this where is it? Because it's basically that, right? It it's I mean it's 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 different than that but but pretty similar right pretty similar yeah, yeah. but I feel like they should have gone this one oh really I oh, think okay. that would because that's that's when he was yeah I fucked that up I know what you're talking about yeah but yeah I feel like that that would have been more representative of yeah. his time as a shark that's that's fair yeah. yeah I mean you watched sharks way earlier than I did so that make that makes sense yeah. But nonetheless, happy for the man. He seemed like he was having a good time. I saw, he looked like he was having drinks. Yeah, he was in a press box. Obviously, yeah. I thought that, I I agree with you. I thought the whole thing was was very well done. The second player who should have their number retired by the Sharks is Joe Thornton. Joe Thornton. Yeah, absolutely. And Joe was there. Elteri, oh, oh, yeah, missed the I, I I could you could say Joe might be able to have a statue too in front of the tank. I mean, if they're if they're building statues, 
They're building two for those guys. Right. One for those. Or so one each. There's, I, I feel like there's a couple of ways to look at this. Like, obviously, Patrick Marlowe is Mr. Shark, but Joe Thornton is probably the best player to ever play for the Sharks. Okay. Because, I mean, he won an MVP for the Sharks in his yeah. first season. Okay. Um, and was the the guy for, for quite a while. Um, but, yeah, no, I think he, he is next for sure. He needs to officially retire because he hasn't done that yet. He hasn't? <laughs> no. But, yeah, he's not playing for a team this year. Apparently, he still, like, skates with the Sharks, like, during uh, practice days on occasion. So you're saying if they're building a statue in front of the tank, and let me say Shark Tank, the show, should sponsor <laughs> the Shark Tank, because everyone calls it the tank. That would be sweet. Anyways, are you saying that Joe Thornton should have a statue before Patrick Marlowe? No. No, no, no. Okay. No. Gotcha. I think Marlowe's number one for sure, but... Just a different way of looking at it. That mm-hmm. I think Thornton definitely is the best player that's ever played for the Sharks. He just didn't play his majority of his career with the Sharks. Or he did, but not the same percentage. And then they should make a statue of a block of Swiss cheese for Martin Jones. <laughs> you know, I, do, I know we love to trash Martin Jones because he did really fall off, but he's the only goalie in Sharks history to take them to a Stanley Cup final. <laughs> well, it's funny to me because we always talk shit about him. Yeah. But if that guy... Would have helped us win the cup. You and Garrett. Oh yeah, we wouldn't care. You, you guys would have jerseys, Martin <laughs> Jones jerseys. I remember Garrett saying, "If he takes us to a cup, I'm getting a Jones jersey." Did he? But he did. I remember him saying that. But oh, okay, because we were. No, we were. But, but then he. No, but we, never we, we weren't really friends with Garrett though when the Sharks went to the cup. Not then. I'm just saying. I think he said that like in the years uh, following. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> you know how Garrett is with his his jerseys. Yeah. <laughs> Um, trivia what number did Patrick Marlowe wear in his first like year or two I think I actually it might even be been like three or four years um, I'm gonna say it was it's in the teens I'll give you a hint 16 14 14 yeah I saw, I saw a picture recently of him wearing a different jersey yeah I wonder if somebody else was wearing 12 and he had to wait. I believe that that is what the case was. Well, that's like Matt Cain. Didn't he wear like 46 or something? I think he was 43. 43 yeah. before he... Changed 18. Changed 18, yeah. I like 18, by the way. I think 18 is a I nice like clean 18. number. Hey. <clears throat> I think 18, you think of Peyton. <laughs> True. You do. It, it's, kind of, it's a quarterback number. It's. A, it's yeah. I mean, it's like one of the bigger it's, ones. But... It's not 12. Like Quarterback numbers to me... 12, yeah. 12 is like the number. Right. I feel like 8's pretty good, too. I like eight. Yeah. I mean, I'm a little biased because of Troy Aikman, but you know, you know, and Daniel, and Daniel Dimes, obviously. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Trent Dilfer. I'm trying to think of any other eights. Oh, Lamar. Lamar. Yeah. We're gonna be talking about both hey, those guys hey, later. Steve Young. Steve. Well, I was, I was thinking about Kurt. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Forget about your boy Steve Young. No, like no, of course not. <laughs> Um, other Sharks news, they traded uh, star winger Timo Meyer to the New Jersey Devils at the trade deadline. Uh, he was the ninth overall pick by the Sharks back in 2015. <laughs> that video you sent us of the Sharks, man. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> we traded Timo Meyer for a sheet of ice and four free tacos. What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> I looked at the comments, too, and people were dragging that guy. They're like, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. I mean, yeah. I, I, I don't blame the Sharks whatsoever for making the trade. It's very funny. It is hilarious. It's very funny. Yeah, but that guy's definitely a casual. Yeah. <clears throat> also, Kirk Cousins number eight. <laughs> Sick. Uh, Timo scored 154 goals in 451 games as a Shark, 330 goal seasons. Um, 
He is now with the Devils, of course, but four goals away from setting a new single season high, which would be 36. So, you know, it's tough to lose a guy of his abilities because the Sharks don't have many talented players at this moment. But, uh, you know, it's kind of time to start the rebuild. And they already sort of have, but this is continuing that. How many wins the Sharks have? Like 18? They're very close to being worst record in the league right now. Wow. Which I'm not mad at. How much are tickets going for Sharks games right now? More than they should be. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> That's not ideal. <clears throat> no. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, give us that first pick. So if, if you finish in the bottom three in the NHL, all three of those teams have the same opportunity to win the lottery for the first pick in the draft. So, I'm just going to say this right now. So just be in that bottom three. If and when we go to the Sharks game next week, and the Sharks happen to win in this season, you are a prodigy <laughs> when it comes to you going to Sharks games. They do, they, they're going to need to start contacting you at this yeah, point. Yeah. We made jokes, but if, if they win... I mean, they call me all the time, like, hey, we've got a ticket package for you if you want. <laughs> you like, I'm not... They don't know I'm undefeated, though. <laughs> no, they don't. They just like me. You're like, dude, I live in Napa. I'm not going to commute. I'm not going to San Jose every day. Yeah, you're going to get me a hotel every time I come down for free? <laughs> yeah. Can I sleep at the tank? Yeah. yeah I know there's a there's a box with a bed in there. <laughs> that's, what, that's what Marlo had to do probably after having two of his <laughs> rings <laughs> last week. Come on. Yeah, I think Christina Marlo was like, come on, daddy. Chill. <laughs> she probably calls him Pat. <laughs> Pat. Patricio. <clears throat> come on, Pat. Speaking of Patrick's... Uh, Chicago Blackhawks legend Patrick Kane is no longer a member of the team. He was traded to the New York Rangers at the trade deadline. Former first overall pick, one of the best U.S.-born players of all time, played in his entire 16-year career 16. with Chicago. These these hockey guys can just, yeah. can just play the sport forever. Well, and the funny thing is, okay, he's played 16 years, but he's only 35. So they yeah. start when they're 18, 19 years old. Yeah. That's not not uncommon. <clears throat> Three-time champion, right? Three-time cup champion. Um, he's only 54 goals away from 500. I actually didn't know he was that close, but I think that just kind of confirms that he's one of the best Americans of all time. And future Hall of Famer? Oh, yeah. No doubt. Uh, he's going to be free in the summer, so it's kind of, you know, Chicago's been pretty bad for a while, so. Sharks? No. <laughs> <laughs> Sharks don't have the cast face for that. <laughs> and no, no reason to spend stupid money on old guys yeah, again. Yeah. I already have plenty of those. <clears throat> We already had one guy named Kane, and it didn't work out well. So we don't. We, we don't good point. We don't need to. We don't Very need to. <laughs> uh, I'm glad he's not on the fucking team anymore. <clears throat> so, there is some potential NHL history that could happen this year. Um, some of it's not all-time history, but it's history nonetheless. Uh, one of those being Sharks defenseman Eric Carlson, who's having an unreal season offensively. I know it sounds stupid, defenseman, but offensively. Um, so... For those of you who forget what points are or don't know what points are in hockey, as far as the statistic goes, it's your goals plus your assists equals points. Okay. So if you have 20 goals and 20 assists, you have 40 points. Gotcha. 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 So Eric Carlson's looking to be the first 100-point scoring defenseman since 1991-92 when Brian wow. Leach hit it. So that's over 30 years. Um, he's already got 82 points. The Sharks are playing right now, actually, I believe, or played earlier. <clears throat> so I don't know what happened today. I saw they were down 2-1 at one point to the Blues, right? Okay. Yeah, that, that's who they are playing. That's right. So 82 points in 65 games. 82 ties his career high already, mm-hmm. and there's still 17 games left. 
Um, so he's on pace for 103 points. Uh, would be pretty pretty cool if they uh, if he pulled that off. Absolutely. Also, he was a trade candidate at the deadline, and they decided to hold on to him. How old is Eric Carlson? He is 32. So he's... still like kind of you know near the end of his prime, you could argue. You know, I'd fuck with the Carlson jersey. I think. He, I mean, what he's, he, what number is he, 62? 65. 65, a, no. It's, it's a very much a hockey number. Yeah. Yeah. Very much a European hockey number. <clears throat> Not great. Like, like, uh, Malkin for the, for the, uh. Like 73. 71. 71. <laughs> for the, for the Penguins. <laughs> There's some other good ones out there. Yager wore 68. <laughs> That's pretty foul. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. I don't know how they come up with those fucking numbers. No, either. <clears throat> Um, another guy looking to set uh, some big point numbers, of course, Connor McJesus, as we like to call him these days. <laughs> <laughs> the Oilers forward is on a tear in his last eight games. He's got 22 points, which is ridiculous. 12 goals included. Um, he's got a career-high 54 goals already and 124 points this season with still 17 games left. Wow. Um, on pace for 68 goals and 156 points, which would be the most since Mario Lemieux, legend. Did 69 goals and 161 points in 96. Wow. So, yeah, he's I, I, he's not doing what Gretzky and Lemieux did necessarily in their prime, but he's pretty high up there. Trying his best. He, yeah, he's he's doing some ridiculous Trying things. Trying his damn best. <clears throat> um, yeah, the 65 goals by Ovechkin in L.A. and Kucherov's 128 points. In nineteen are the current most since that time. So he's wow. gonna, he's definitely gonna blow by Kucherov. But uh, the sixty-five goals is gonna be an interesting one to look at. Man, Connor McDavid, it's just he's ridiculous, dude. I mean, I'm not not much of a hockey guy. I mean, I try to be as much as I can. But this, but Connor McDavid coming in to the draft, whenever he got drafted, was he? Oh yeah, looked at as like the next franchise player for sure. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's like, hard like, to, like a LeBron James type, maybe a little bit. Yeah, it's hard to project this type of production, of course, but he's he was definitely highly touted. Wow. Now, the number one prospect coming into this year is putting up similar numbers to what he did in junior hockey. So you're saying Sharks tank? One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I don't know if you caught on to what me and Garrett were talking about on one of our ch- group chats recently, but. Um, I said something along the lines of the NHL will never let the Sharks get this guy. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> but hey, if somehow we get the first pick, might be Jersey Day. <laughs> Wait, you're gonna get the jersey of the guy? Oh, stop, <laughs> stop! That's hey, outrageous. If he if, turns if, into, if I'm getting a Sharks jersey, I'm going full blown. You know, fucking. That's the word I'm looking for. He's got to be like a savage. bandwagon. Full oh, oh. bandwagon. I'm going. I'm going Marlow. I gotta get a Marlow. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. There's a thousand of them in the stadium. I'm getting a Marlow. I wouldn't knock that. Cause you know why? It never gets old. And never. Yeah. It'll it'll never, never get old. It's, it's timeless. Also, this kid's name is Connor. So what's the last name? Bedard. Bedard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As long as he wears a good number. Depends though. on the number. Yeah. It depends yeah, sure. on the number. <laughs> You know what jersey I love is the one Danny has, the Thornton one. That's a pretty good one. I just like how the number has the outline of the orange. You know, I'm not a fan of that, actually. Ooh. I like the one... We di- we differ on that. Yeah, I like the one in the era just after that. It doesn't really make any sense for the sharks and their colors, but I like it. Well, it's the color of the stick in the logo. Yeah, right there. Yeah. I mean, it's right here, too, in the triangle, I guess. Right, right. But I 
I just I've always I think liked, it's just I've always liked that jersey. Well, I actually I don't the the, the yellowy orange whatever doesn't bother me too much. There's just too many different. There's like hella stripes on it that I don't yeah. love. Yeah. <clears throat> what a brisky? You good? Mm -hmm. What do you want? I'm ready. Uh, unless you want that C minus, I'll take the C. Do you want the C minus? Yeah. 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 I don't. I do not want. It. I figured out. Mountains are blue today, baby. Okay. Pints. These are still. These are still rocking, huh? How many more of these you got left? Well, it's funny. I took them to go golfing, and then I show up, and Dylan's like, oh, we got 24 beers in the fucking car already. <laughs> and fireball shots. <laughs> uh, I think there's like two or three more left in the fridge. Is this from a couple weeks ago when you went golfing? Or did you, did you go again recently? No, it was, it was from the rainy rainy day. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, last but not least in hockey. Is that good? Is it hidden? Yeah. The beer? It's fucking, yeah, it's a pint. The, the pints are great. These are special. I feel like we say that every time we drink them, but that's maybe just, that's how good they are. Yeah, exactly. King's up by 20, by Let's life. go. <clears throat> so the Boston Bruins are oh, on a record pace right now. Dude, these guys are... Coming into tonight, 49 wins, 8 losses, 5 overtime losses for a grand total of 103 points. They're looking like the Warriors in 2016. Uh, in basketball terms. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much, because they are on pace to set the uh, record for wins in a season, which would be 65. Mm -hmm. Or, the, the record is 62. Uh, they're on pace for 65 and 136 points, and the record is 132. So, you're telling me they're on pace. They had the, had the greatest team season of all time. Yes. By far. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. They'd eclipse it. Wow. Now... After I've said all this about Connor McDavid, you know, who plays for the Oilers and the Boston Bruins, the Oilers played the Bruins today. <laughs> Oilers won. Wow. So they beat the Bruins. Oh, okay. In Boston, no less. And Connor McDavid has zero points. <laughs> <laughs> so just all those paces I said, just put it back just a little bit. You jinxed it. <laughs> I, I totally did. <laughs> so after so the Bruins, after that loss, are 49 and 8. They're 49-9. and okay, three. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, I left all these numbers for gotcha. pre- that's hilarious. <clears throat> right. That worked out real worked out really well for you. I'm happy for you. I know, that. I know. Really I mean it was it was also ironic that they hadn't been playing today. Yeah. But nonetheless, yeah, we could be seeing some history this year. Hell yeah. Look out for it. Boston sports fans did <laughs> Yeah. They have it made and they've had it made since I'm just gonna say two thousand, just yeah. to cut it off right there. Make it nice and clean. I will say though, teams that Put a big time regular season in, in recent NHL history. Do not win the same league. Lightning. Yep. Choked it. Choked Florida it. Florida Panthers. They got swept. Lightning, right? They yeah. They got swept, they got the swept by the eighth seed. <laughs> yeah. After a 128-point season. Last year, Florida had like 120-something. Lost in the second round. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. happened to the Warriors in 2016 again? <laughs> Different sport. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. What, to what happened to the Mariners? Out in the first round. What happened to the Patriots? Lost in the Super Bowl. I mean, they made it to the Super Bowl, but yeah. <clears throat> it doesn't mean a thing without the ring. <laughs> right. So. Right. So, really quick PSG news. So, before you even mention this. Actually, no, no, go for it. No, you go. You sure? Yeah. yeah. Say what you had to say. <laughs> uh, Please. Very, very disappointing day yesterday. I don't know if you tuned in at all on like, lunch break or at all. No, I but uh, I, I was getting, I was getting my uh, messages. messages from you and Denim, yeah. yes. And Sal. Uh, eliminated from Champions League by uh, Bayern Munich. They lost two nothing yesterday. Three nothing on dude, aggregate. Fuck Bayern Munich, dude. <sighs> fuck them. I I can't remember 
who they got eliminated by two years ago, but I know they lost three years ago in the final to to Bayern. Damn, they have their number. So, but it's just the typical, and and you know I, I'm not gonna pretend I've been watching soccer closely for for a long time, but PSG is considered the team that just gets thrown together. It's a bunch of good players that they just get thrown on on a field together. Bayern Munich's, you know, maybe not all the best superstars, but. They play, they, they play cohesive the, soccer, yes. you know, yes. unlike PSG. And that's pretty much what you saw in these two games. Also, uh, Neymar, done for the year. Ankle surgery. Got hurt a couple weeks ago. We saw him play live, though. We, we did see him play. Ooh, that's a flex for me. I know he's a bitch, but we saw him play live. <laughs> to me, that's really cool. I, I do think it's a very decent chance he's not a part of the team next year. I mean, we'll see how this injury situation goes, but... And he he does have contract clubs. <clears throat> but um a couple things with PSG real quick. You got some beef? Uh, <laughs> maybe the second thing I'm gonna say has a little bit of beef in it, but So it's kinda of looking like Messi, Mbappe, and Neymar as a trio. They're probably not gonna to play together ever again like that. It's very possible. So it's really cool that we saw that with our own eyes. Literally there. Yeah. We were there. Boom. Shout out to the fans. Also, you know, I, I put this in perspective, probably, you know, yesterday, maybe today, that we literally went from we from here, went from California to Paris just to see a soccer game, essentially, essentially. <laughs> that's, that's what the trip was based around. Yeah. To see a soccer game. Yeah. And it didn't even score a fucking goal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I guess that is one thing that, maybe this might be what you're going to say, but just, you can't, there's no... Nothing guaranteed with soccer as far as scoring. Absolutely not. Yeah. But, you know, you know, you see the people at concerts or sporting events hold up the signs that say, I came here from blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah, blah to see <laughs> yeah. my, my, my team play. That was us, but we weren't showing it off. Right. Like if someone were to ask us, oh, why, where are you guys from? Why are you guys here? Why are you guys Americans? Why are you here? Right. Or we're from California because we have a podcast and yeah. people voted us to have this team. You know, it's just, it's crazy. But that's that's literally why we were there. That that was like that's the reason. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, no I, doubt. I just you know we. <laughs> it is it is funny to think about. It's a long trip. It's a, it just yeah. Well, in explaining why I root for, for PSG to people that have no idea is kind of funny too. Yeah. Because <laughs> got- you get the the first part where like oh you have a podcast that's cool and then you're like, so how do you land on PSG? <laughs> like I have even gone. To a Cowboys game in Texas. Right. <laughs> and I remember the Cowboys since I was five. You know what I mean? That is... Like, I'm trying to go see them play in Santa Clara this year. Right. And that's even shorter. Right. It hasn't happened yet, though, so... Just the fact that we're able to, you know, we went from here to there, saw them play there, and then we came back. Right. It is, it is cool. It's, it's really cool. It's, it's amazing that we were able to actually have gotten that done. Well, now you can say that... You know, nothing else is insurmountable. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, we did that. <laughs> right. We did that. Nothing that you want to do, you can't. Yeah. yeah. Like Daytona? Dude, we could do it. Right. You know? Like, is it a commitment still? But, yes. Yeah, of course. Yes. But yeah. it's a less less of a commitment than what we already did. Yeah. So. <clears throat> I thought that was... It's, it's just a big, you know, full or, you know, big picture type right. thing for me. No doubt. Um. So, no more playoffs to think about. For PSG this year, just looking for the League One title, going for their eleventh overall. I think this will be if they get it, 
ninth in the last 11 years. So, I mean, a lot of their, you got to think about it, a lot of their success has happened in the last yeah. decade or so. Um, they are eight points ahead of second place Marseille, who they beat recently, which was huge. Uh, with 12 games left, they resume league play on Saturday against Brest. Um, also, one little Mbappe tidbit. He set the all-time PSG goal-scoring record with 200, his 201st goal, um, passing Edinson Cavani. It's kind of cool. You tell me Edison Cavani had 200 on the dot. Yeah, I know, right? That's kind of cool. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That's kind of cool. <clears throat> and he's played, that guy played for a lot of other clubs too, so oh. he, he had a good run with PSG. Nice. So one thing I got to say, which came to my attention a few nights ago, Emerson Hip on May 23rd, 2022, said PSG wins Champions League this year. Do you remember that? I do remember that. <laughs> if I didn't look at my bowl predictions, I wouldn't even No, I remember that. I forgot about it a little bit, but I do remember doing that. So we're going to take a shot anyways because, you know, it's been two weeks. We miss each other. We missed you guys listening and watching. God, we have way too many of those. <laughs> so <laughs> what ta- do you want? I'm, t- I'm taking it off. I don't know. Should we just crush the a couple a couple tankerettes? <laughs> it's a gin? Mm-hmm. You're like maybe maybe let me look. Um, I think I'll probably do the captain if. if. Uh, what was this? I'll do the. Is there a crown apple in here? There's a captain apple. You can have that one. I'll take the captain. That, apple. that one's actually not bad. I'm gonna do a regular captain. But do you actually remember you, you said this? I do. I'll pay for it. That's great. I don't want to do it right now. Though. Is that okay? Just just keep it there. Yes. Yeah, so just the, make it bold. <laughs> you said the Giants game win the World Series and. <laughs> No, let's. <laughs> I couldn't even say that without laughing. <laughs> let's pretend that didn't. Wait, wait. What did I say? <laughs> Giants are gonna go. Gonna go. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, I was like, I said they're gonna win. Yeah, yeah remember they're winning one hundred seven again this year. <laughs> no, I took the PSG one off. It's it's okay. you're paying for it right now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <clears throat> clear the sinuses. Because <laughs> I I will say that not every not not every. Miss bull prediction has to be like truly paid for because obviously you're taking a shot when you do it, right? But if you're way wrong, like I, I was I, fairly I, wrong. I wasn't gonna make you pay for this one, but since we're gonna take a shot anyways, I'll just make it make it part of it. Yeah, yeah. Cheers, cheers. <laughs> it's been too long. Oh, yowza! That's not bad. How was that? I don't shoot rum very often. I'll tell you that much. Captain Morgan, like actual cat, like regular Captain Morgan, rough. I don't know how, like, how we shot that back in the day. I just don't know I, why I, people I, like that shit. It's gross. It's good. With, I know it's sweet. It's good with Coke. Yeah, Coca Cola. He kind of has that, like, uh, it makes it taste like Dr Pepper a little bit. Speaking of Dr Pepper. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was fun. Yeah, that was good. That was good. I've got a lot of bull predictions. Yeah? <laughs> you don't talk about it later. <clears throat> Not too bad. The Bleak Wells one's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> have you not? Have you not uh, fe- I think, I think, we, I, think we, I think we talked about it, but we, we, we're going to wait. Okay. I think we're going to wait on that one. <clears throat> we're going to wait. You know what? If, uh, let's, let's see. If, if the Titans... Move on from Tannehill and Malik Willis starts week one next year. I'll let you off the hook on that. Okay. Do you want to like put that in your notes? Yeah. So I'll put week one. 
Week one. You don't get to celebrate it as a victory, but. Week one of, or no, 2023. <clears throat> I doubt that's going to be the case because he was pretty fucking bad last year. I'll take anything I can get. Yeah. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> but you're taking a shot if he's not starting week one. Okay. Yeah, I'll do that. Just not now because I already take a shot. Right. I'm already feeling saucy, so <laughs> let's go. On to the NFL, Derek Carr signing with the Saints, which you made fun of me for mentioning weeks ago. Thanks for that. Yeah. For four years, $150 million, good for Derek Carr. Do you think this it has anything to do with religion because he's a man of God and he wants to be a saint? <laughs> I was not thinking that, no. <laughs> you know me. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was weird that <clears throat> he, he didn't want to – well, you know, there's a couple ways to look at it. I just figured he would be like, okay, I'll do the Raiders a favor and let them actually get some compensation for me. Mm-hmm. But I think in reality, he wanted to really test out his other options. Because mm-hmm. um, I don't think any other team was actually willing to trade for him. I thought that the, the Jets were actually perfect for him and maybe even the Panthers. But obviously the Jets are looking at Aaron Rodgers. Um, but, I mean, the Saints, the Saints are going to be better with him than they were with anyone they've had since Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's a lot of money when you look at it, but that's I guess that's what quarterbacks go for these days. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm happy for him. You know, I think he's going to look good in that jersey. I, f- I like right. Sa- Saints jerseys. They're clean. They're nice. They're nice. And it's going to be a good transition from the black and silver to the black and gold. Do you think he'll wear number four? I would hope so. I don't is, know is if anybody that's... else on the team that I was four. just thinking that after I said yeah, but I would think so. I hope so. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I think it's a pretty good fit. I, I don't see the Saints as like a, being a Super Bowl contender with him, but I'm, I think it makes sense overall. I think it makes sense because the Saints, or that division is so bad, unless the Panthers somehow get Aaron Rodgers because I've been told they have a good team, and if Rodgers goes there, it's kind of like a Brady-Tampa situation right. possibly. It seems like Derek Carr could win the division with the Saints. And I think any team, any team out of that division that took on Derek Carr would probably be the best team just out of, off that alone. Okay. With other things to be sorted out in the meantime, but <clears throat> so would you say the Saints are going to make the playoffs with Derek Carr next year? I like them as of this moment to win the division, but that's just how bad. I, I would say the same like thing. nine, ten wins maybe. I would say the same. Yeah. Thing. And right. I, I, I do feel bad that Derek Carr has been. You know, we know a lot of Raider fans, and some of them really hate Derek Carr, and they're just over him. And I get it. Sometimes you yeah. get a little stale, but uh, he's not as bad as. Probably they think he was. He was better than what they had before. What was that Terrell Pryor? He's, Matt, Matt McGloin? He's the best quarterback they've had since Rich, Rich Gannon. Gannon. Absolutely. <laughs> right? Absolutely. <laughs> you know, aside from... Uh, no, yeah. No, for sure. It for sure is. Because who they, else... Did they have anybody else there? I for? mean, Carson Palmer had a decent little stint, but very short. No, he's the, he is the best he's quarterback the best. they've had since Rich Gannon. Right. Since they went to the Super Bowl, he's the best quarterback they've had. Uh-huh. So, you know, Raider, Raider fans like to the bitch. They've always liked to the bitch. Sorry. Is it, is it an Oakland fan thing? I think it's an arrogance thing, yeah, for yeah, sure. You know, sorry. <clears throat> is what it is. Happy for Derek Carr. We'll see how he does. Yeah. Maybe I'll draft him in my fantasy football draft next year. <laughs> uh, Geno Smith is re-signing with the Seahawks for three years. $75 million plus $30 million in incentives. Yeah. What do you think? I don't see why they wouldn't do this after the year he had last year. Now, was he amazing? No, but was he much better than you could have asked for? Yeah, I believe so. I just, I know he had a great year, comeback player of the year, playoffs. I just, 
you know, I, I'm stuck in between, you know, I get why you're keeping him, but could you draft? Because they have a high draft pick this year, don't they? Um, yeah, because they have some, they have Denver's pick, right? right? Yeah. So you could maybe get like C.J. Stroud, probably not Bryce Young. I'm I'm starting to think that C.J. Stroud is going to get picked first. You think so? Yeah, I really I really do. The Bears probably trade out of that pick, and and he gets taken number one. Like if I'm a Seahawks fan and I'm a realist, I, Geno Smith is not the long term answer because of his age. No, but mo- mostly because of his age. Right. If I'm a Seahawks fan, <clears throat> I am not stoked about this pick. Unless they can also get a quarterback to sit behind Geno, which Pete Carroll's not going to do because he's a defensive guy. It's not going to happen. Well, here's here's something that might happen. Is maybe because I think they have two first round picks. The Rowan, of course, and then Denver's, and then Denver's right? yeah. So those those picks will be win now type picks. And then maybe somewhere later in the draft they'll go for a, a value quarterback type pick. But like, you know, a guy that's like later on in the draft? Yeah. Later on in this draft. Mid, yeah, mid rounds. Early early mid rounds. Um Yeah. I mean Pete Carroll did hit with Russell Wilson, obviously. Right. In what, the fourth round, third round? I third think round, Russell yeah. Wilson was. The other thing too is I think the Seahawks, they weren't able, going to be able to sign him for just one year, but you have to see if he can replicate that again because he did have a, a very nice season. No, and I'm a Geno Smith guy. You know, he he helped my team make it to the championship of fantasy football. <laughs> he right. he really did. <clears throat> Off waivers, yeah. shout out. Yeah. But I just and, and you and, and you have to have somebody who can play the position right on your team. You have to, but. Is anybody saying, even who roots with Seahawks, even the most diehard Seahawks fan saying, Geno Smith can win us a Super Bowl? No. Nobody's, I don't think anybody is saying that. No. I, I, I don't even think if you put Pete Carroll to a lie detector test, <laughs> he's going to say, yes, Geno Smith can win us a Super Bowl. He's not saying that. But That's what I have issues with this. Because he is not going to win a Super Bowl. He's not. I, I think the reality, though, that you have to think about is that there's probably only like three guys. Well, I would say less than 10 guys that are on a, on their team where the team actually thinks that that person could win a Super Bowl at some point. Maybe it's not yeah. this, this coming no, year or, or even next year. But um, so, and, and this isn't the best quarterback class by any means. It's, it's no. kind of underwhelming. So maybe the Seahawks are just looking for, for the, to the future. I see what you mean. I, so, guess, I guess I'm just looking through the lens of being a – an owner or a GM and thinking like we have to try our best and you you can't spend your picks every pick on a quarterback hoping to hit but it's you have to you got to keep trying for quarterbacks like draft quarterback every year maybe high because that's the most important position yeah Unless you're a Trent Dilfer, Brad Johnson, <laughs> but that's that's Nick the thing. Foles. Of, that's the thing of the past. I mean, Nick Foles is a little bit of an outlier, but you're not seeing teams win Super Bowls with nobodies anymore. No. You got to be. And I guess and, Russell, I guess Russell Wilson was kind of a, a nobody and, up to yeah. that point. I mean, I, I think he gained some traction by winning the job as a rookie, and then because it was the second year that they won Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and he, he was semi-established. But I am happy nonetheless for Geno Smith. I really am. I think you're in this contract. Um, and I think three years is about right. Like, if you, if, if they did what, what we're about to talk about with yeah. Daniel Jones with, you know, to Geno, I think that would have been a mistake. But, and, and 
you know, twenty five million a year for a quarterback is actually a really good deal. So you can build a team around him. Yeah. And then if you decide that he's not the guy, then you try something else. So like you said, Daniel Jones, the Giants are extending him for four years, <clears throat> hundred sixty million plus thirty five million incent in incentives, <laughs> excuse me. Did it, I mean as a Cowboys fan, I'm happy about this. Eagle, hey, hey, Cowboys fans, Eagles fans, Commanders fans should all be happy about this right here. I just you're telling me this guy beats what you would think what you said was the fraudulent Vikings in the playoffs and you're gonna extend them? I just don't I don't get it. At this I, number, I don't understand this. At this number, if I was playing Madden franchise mode, I'm I'm looking for a, a free agent Dude. over this guy. I'm sorry. Or I'm going to the draft. Try to get Lamar Jackson or something. I don't know. Shit. I mean, if if Lamar Jackson's asking for only this much money, he's absolutely the guy you want. Yeah. Um, I just, yeah, like you said, I think um, everyone in that division's like, okay, well, we can sign unless Daniel Jones takes some strides that we're not prepared for. You know, in progression, I think the Giants have signed their ticket to be irrelevant for the next four years. They signed their ticket to being, at the worst, third in the division for the next couple of years, standings wise. At the worst or best? At the be- oh, at the best. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Because I think the Cowboys can. I think the Eagles are going to own the division for a couple of years. I hate to say it, I really do, but I think they will. I think the Cowboys could be second and the Giants third. Well, to to say that the Eagles or the Giants could finish, you know, 10 and 7 and, you know, maybe the Eagles or or Cowboys drop back in one of these four years, that's not crazy. But still, we're not talking about a Super Bowl contending team at that point. No. Yeah. I just, I mean, Brian Dable, I, I get that he helped Josh Allen kind of be who he is today. But no one's saying that. Josh Allen is Daniel Jones, unless Brian Dayball thinks or has that much of an ego. Thinks he can do anything. That he with can anyone. do anything. Right. No, it's that's what that's what's confusing to me is because I, I would think as a guy who has the offensive coaching pedigree, like Dayball has built up over the last handful of years, you'd want someone that's a little more standout than Daniel Jones to be your your conductor at, at quarterback. But maybe, but maybe they're. Doing the same thing with like we're talking about with the Seahawks, is that you know? I think the difference though is that Daniel Jones threw fifteen touchdown passes. Yes, he did. Yes, he threw fifteen touchdowns. We're not talking about a guy who had a a good year. We're talking about a guy who was on a team that won more games than we thought they would. Whoa, but he still won a playoff game. To me, that is a good season. That's a good season. That's fine. That's fine. I guess on the stat sheet, it's not great. But he still won a playoff game. I think. I think too. Right. Though, right. Sure. He, he he showed some ability to scramble, um, but the eye test is still not saying, "Give me Daniel Jones on Sundays." Wow. Jalen Brunson out. Bummer. But I know what you mean. Like to me, I've said before, when he's in the pot, like, he just reminds me of Frankenstein when he's out there. He's a little goofy. Kind of goofy. Yeah. Kind of goofy, but Ugh. you know, just tasted that. Kevin Did you? <laughs> it's right. got that like maple syrup taste. The Captain Morgan. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. But hey, Daniel Jones, congrats! I just cannot believe we're talking about forty million a year 
for Daniel Jones. I just I, I don't see it. I I don't even if you I don't him, I don't get it. I don't understand yeah. it. Even if you gave him twenty five mil, I feel like that would be a lot. But I would be like, okay, that's the quarterback market. Sure, whatever. But forty million dollars? That's a joke. Really, is a joke. Yeah, we're gonna get to. We're gonna. I'm gonna. Yeah, Lamar. Like you tell me, you're, they're not paying Lamar, but these guys are paying. I think something that. something funny is gonna happen in the Lamar situation, and you're right. We're gonna get to that. So, and also, uh, Saquon Barkley has been franchise tagged, negotiating possible extension. I think that sounds Saquon, about right. Saquon's nice. Yeah, Saquon's hit a, nice. hit a really nice year. Bounced back from the injury. But you know, we know how it is with with running backs. Right. And but he's still like right in the middle of his prime. Because I think he's gonna be 27 this coming year. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. And speaking of running backs, Titans are reportedly shopping Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry's heading into his age 29 season, coming off another 15 yards, 1500 yard season, not 15, 1500 yard season. 15 yards? Wow. Uh, Cowboys, call Derrick Henry now. No, no. Yes. That's a terrible idea. No, it's not. Because we, we would actually beat the Niners in the playoffs <laughs> next year if that happened. But you so, know what? The Cowboys don't want to prosper, so they're not going to do that. They're going to keep Zeke again, even though they franchise tagged Pollard. They are not. Derrick Henry would go to the Cowboys and have his worst year he's had <laughs> the fuck up. in like six years. Dude, shut the fuck up. I, I, I just, I feel like the downfall for him is inevitable at some point. Maybe it's, maybe he has another good year, but I know, and I, he feels like one of those guys that's indestructible, but I don't know, these, these running backs don't last forever. No, they don't. Jerry Jones, did you hear that? They don't last forever. <laughs> yeah. Let him go early. <laughs> and also... He's led the NFL in carries three of the last four years, and the one year he didn't is because he only played eight games, which he probably would have led the league. Yeah, that's just how it is <clears throat> for that. You know, the Titans—they believe in. They, that's what they believe in. Well, they're they're trying to. The Titans are going into probably a rebuild, if we're being honest. They're they're giving the reins to the Jaguars. They have, it's their division right now. Um, you got to be realistic. Your boy Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. They've got some cap issues, so it's time to time to reload. And you know, going back to um, <clears throat> fucking who was it? Geno Smith. Like he, Tannehill is your quarterback. I just I never you can't buy into it. You can't. Right. I mean, you can't buy into it. The thing if is, I'm a fan. It's like yeah, we're good. We're making it to the you know we're making the playoffs. Right. This and that. But Tannehill showed year in and year out that he wasn't worthy. Gina only got one year, one year to really show what he could do with the Seahawks. That's the I, difference. I, I can't me. trust a quarterback on the team that I root for that was a, a wide receiver in college <laughs> at Texas A&M. I cannot get – you're telling me you haven't played quarterback since you were five? Right, right. Like, no, I can't, I can't get on the board with that. It doesn't make yeah. any sense. I mean, Ten- he's a great athlete. He had his moments, but he just – he. You're right. He he clearly showed that he could not no not do it in crunch time in prime time. <laughs> exactly. So. So uh, Ravens Lamar Jackson. This is juicy. Uh, Ravens have given Lamar Jackson a non-exclusive franchise tag worth thirty-two point four million. And do you understand what this means more than I do? Can you, I, can you explain this? A little yeah, more? yeah. So the so there's two different franchise tags you can offer. Um, usually this comes into play more with the quarterbacks than anything <clears throat> because they're the most valuable yeah. players. But uh, so if they offered him the exclusive franchise tag, he would get $45 million-ish dollars, and teams, he would be a Raven next year 
No matter what. Yeah. This non-exclusive deal or uh, franchise tag will give him $32 million if he stays with the Ravens this year. But it allows teams to kind of to negotiate with him on a contract to sign with them potentially. Mm. And if he does agree with those team, with said team, the Ravens can opt to try and match that contract to keep him, or they can get two first round picks from that team in exchange and wow. let him go. <clears throat> you know that very well. I, I would, could, well, I've, I would I've, not yeah. have been able to say that. I've, I've read a lot about this and, and watched you know, some NFL Live and all that. It's just, uh, I think this is exactly what they should have done because as much as this seems weird and fishy that um, he's not getting a big contract, I think it's just kind of punishing him for being ignorant and not getting a fucking real agent. I think this is the biggest thing for him. Is he should have had an agent because if he did, he'd have a contract with the Ravens. I don't, and that's what you think. I, I really believe that's, that, that would be the case. But don't you think if he had an agent, he would have told them what he really wants, and they would have done the same thing that he thinks and would have done himself? Agents are, as much as they are the guys who do the negotiating, they're also advisors at the same time. They probably would have said, Omar, you need to take this deal. Okay. Like, this is no, as good yeah, as you I, can I see get. what you mean. You yeah. know what I mean, too? Yeah. No, I'm, I see what you're saying, for sure. <clears throat> like, Lamar could have hired an agent and said, I, I don't want anything but this, and if you can't do that for me, then I don't want you as my agent. And any agent yeah. who has a player of that magnitude, they're, they're going to try their best not to let him go. Right. Is what I'm trying to say. But right. I do know what you mean, too. Yeah. But I, I think they're just, they it's, know, agents that work in the NFL know how it works. Yes. And he doesn't. <laughs> and neither does his mom. I mean, I'm sure his mom's a lovely, lovely person, but she doesn't know how the NFL and their budgeting works. So. Well, cause everyone when they when they talk about this talks about Deshaun Watson, right? And they think that this the, the Deshaun Watson contract is the reason why Lamar wants this, right. and it could be. And I think you know, I, no, I don't know. I don't think Lamar's ever said that. Well, and that's yeah, and that's why the the Browns are the worst franchise in the NFL. They they ruined the market for players and. They gave a scumbag a contract that he didn't deserve. Listen, he's a scumbag. <clears throat> I am not going to deny that. But do you think Deshaun Watson could win a Super Bowl for a team? Going back to Geno Smith and Daniel Jones. Uh, maybe. You know what I mean? Maybe. That's what I'm saying. I think the Browns... He also he was, was fucking terrible last year. <laughs> <laughs> well, he played like half the year. Less. They, they probably think, you know what? We know how this guy can play based off his past. He played on the Texans. They were shit. Yeah. Or they made the playoffs. Or, did they make the playoffs? Yes, no, maybe so. Uh, not as last year, but they did when he was there. But they think this guy could do it for us. So they went for it, and I do respect them for that, but I do think he is a piece of shit, no doubt. Yeah, I think the Browns deserve a lot of shit for what they've done. Um, and they've, yeah, and they've made uh, Lamar believe that he's worth something that maybe he's really not. Because do you think Lamar Jackson's the best quarterback in the league? No, but do I think if he went to the Niners tomorrow that the Niners would be the favorites? A thousand percent. I think you guys would win the Super Bowl if he can stay healthy. Uh, maybe. Would we, you rather have Brock Purdy or Lamar Jackson? Oh, Lamar. Of course. Trey Lance, Lamar. Lamar. There we go. 
But that doesn't mean they're going to win the Super Bowl. No, but I mean, could you imagine Lamar Jackson and Chris McCaffrey on the same fucking team? It'd be great. <laughs> it'd be Dude, amazing. That'd be, that'd be a nightmare fuel for the whole league. Are you kidding me? It'd be, it'd be amazing and yeah, to watch. And the Niners are a great team. I know what you mean because yeah. it's all that. But we've seen some of really amazing Ravens teams with Lamar Jackson come up short. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I, think, I think the whole situation that's weird revolving around this is that Quarterback needy teams like the Falcons, Panthers, and Commanders have all reportedly said they're not interested in pursuing Thank it. Thank you, Commanders. I appreciate that. Which is very odd. Now, I think that they're weighing, like, is it worth how much you're going to have to give him plus giving up two first-round picks? Yeah. Is that is that really worth pursuing? But to say that you're out before you can even actually negotiate with him, I think is a little weird. <clears throat> what say you? I've I've just heard a lot of uh, the word collusion being thrown around with this. You know, I'm not really sure exactly what that means. I kind of have an idea. Yeah. Well, it just means that they, anyone who says collusion thinks that teams are saying, this guy wants way too much. We're going to just not even, we're going to try and lowball the hell out of him. Make him think he's not worth what he thinks he is. Like, I think, I, personally, as a fan of the Cowboys, the Cowboys should get Lamar Jackson. Do, do whatever you have to do. Do whatever, whatever you have to do, because you would be the best quarterback that the Cowboys have had since Troy Aikman. A thousand percent, not even close. You can even wear number eight. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I bet you Troy Aikman would even let him wear number eight. I bet you he would. Ooh, I don't know about that. Jerry would be like, yeah, son, I don't know about that. <laughs> That's different. (laughs) But it's just, you got to pay this man. This man is good. I know he has had his injury history. But Lamar Jackson has lost, I believe, in his regular season career, might be combined, 16 games. Yeah, he's he's something like 49 and 16 or something like that. It's unbelievable. I think Patrick Mahomes has lost 16 games in his career. Yeah. Obviously, he's won more Super Bowls, and that's a different conversation. But I'm talking win-loss. The man's lost 16 games in his career when it comes to, I believe, the regular season or yeah. both. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. I don't know exactly. It's, it's an outrageous you're in that. You're in the right ballpark for sure. I believe it's, you know, <clears throat> I think Pat Mahomes, Tom Brady, Roger Staubach, and Lamar Jackson is the, is the one through four when it comes to win-loss percentage yeah. in a career. So, the the man can win you games when he's out there. Does the fact that he's missed the last five to six games each of the last two seasons concern you at all? Uh, yes, it does. And the fact that he is probably not a, a great passer. He's capable, but, you know, a middle-of-the-range thrower of the football. So, you're trying to say the more that he runs it, the more he can get injured, which means... He's not going to be able to be out. I just, I mean, if if you just because, look at because if he can't throw it well, it means he's going to run it, which means he can get injured, be more prone to injury. <clears throat> well, I think the reality is that you can't. Well, the the Ravens have been shut down by defenses in the playoffs, right? Yes, because because they know how to. Yeah, okay, they know how to play him. So if if he can't become a better passer than he has been, are you thinking that you're going to? Acquire this guy, and he's just all of a sudden going to become a Super Bowl caliber quarterback because he hasn't proven to be that. No, he hasn't. On some very good teams, 
Now, he's been a part of the reason that they're very good because of all of his other attributes, but, you know, we, we've seen the Ravens come up short yes. with him, and, you know, a good amount of it is is because of his shortcomings on the passing end. Well, you're right about that. You are. But I do believe that he, you know, he's I, worth more than any of the guys, any of the guys we've talked about and their contracts. He's worth far more than any Absolutely. Of that. I think Lamar Jackson is a difference maker. Yeah. And that, you know, doesn't necessarily mean that he can throw the ball better than anybody else or anything like that. But he does make a difference when he is under center. He does. Right. So the Jets are optimistic that they will land Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is apparently going the full Brett Favre route. Are you right? Can, I mean, can you, can't make this. So that means, hey, Vikings fans, chalk it up. You're going to get Aaron Rodgers right, right after the, this. Yeah, the next year. So... <laughs> Rodgers and the Packers executives have reportedly both met with Jets officials. Yeah. Will Joe Namath give him number 12? Did we, did we talk about I this? I think we did, actually. Yeah. I think he should. Um, no, Joe Namath, no, we did, because Joe Namath said that he, I think I read that. He, he said that he would. He would. <laughs> I think he should. I mean, Joe, Joe Namath is fucking probably pretty overrated, <laughs> if we're being real. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was like the he was like Babe Ruth, and he called a shot, and, he, <laughs> right. and, he, and it worked out. Yeah. So, I mean, it's cool that Aaron Rodgers could potentially go from you know one green team to another. So it would be that weird, different shade. I do love that this is the team that Brett Favre played for. Second. After, <laughs> I mean, I know Brett Favre, Brett Favre played for the Falcons to start, so it's That's, a little different. Well, okay, yeah, a little different, yeah. but still, <laughs> uh, pretty ironic. Especially since there was not a little animosity between the two when they yeah. were together it's in like the Green they're, Bay. They're, they're mirrors. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> uh, Just, yeah, it, it is funny. It's, you know, history repeats itself, right? <laughs> history certainly repeats itself. Outside of, outside of Brett Favre's dick pic and his fraudulent uh, charities, would you take his life or Aaron Rodgers' life? As of right now? Yeah. Oh, man. I know I took out some big factors. <laughs> I I think I would be Brett Favre because Aaron Rodgers just seems... He's a little too egotistical. For oh, he's such a douchebag. <laughs> Brett Favre is like more of an airhead. Brett, Brett Favre is like, like, like the guy you'd want to be next door neighbors to. Right, right. Aaron Rodgers is like the guy who would call the cops on you for talking past 10 o'clock. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, Brett. Brett is definitely you know, let's go shoot some beer cans. You oh, know, yeah. oh, next to the river <laughs> or next to the lake. Like yeah, get our get our BB guns, <laughs> right. shoot some cans. And I, I think for me too, like I know what it's like to grow up in Northern California, like Aaron Rodgers did. <laughs> I don't know what it's like to grow up in Mississippi, like Brett yeah. Favre did. So, I'd rather be Brett Favre. Yeah. Well, and Brett Favre is, you know, he's a. He's in the NFL top 100, okay? Yeah. I mean, Aaron Rodgers will probably be in the top 200 or some shit like that. I mean, he's Mr. Wrangler. He's Mr. Uh, what's the... Copper, Copper Fitz. <laughs> Throwing dimes to Jerry Rice. <laughs> I think we got that duo together at one point. Dude, you got, you got Joe Montana and Sebia, okay? You don't need any more than that. You don't. Come on. Are you kidding me? Uh but Brett was just a gunslinger. It'd be a lot of a lot of fifty plus yard touchdowns. You're right about that. 
On to the NBA, John Morant is stupid, and he will sit out for four more games. Yeah, you know, flashing guns on IG Live, being a part of, like, a gang, I guess. I don't even know what, what what's going on, really. I just hope, I'll make it quick, John Morant gets help that he needs. Right. In all seriousness, he needs the help that he needs. He needs a good support system. I know he has that because I've seen a lot of shit on Twitter, and he had a two-family household and all that growing up. Yeah, that's great. And I've, well, I guess I didn't really have that, but you know, you've had that. He has not grown up in like a situation, and maybe it's one of those things where he grew up pretty well compared to his whatever you he would consider his peers. Exactly. And he liked the idea of you know the other side of things, and just just kind of got caught. He he really does. And like you said, I hope he gets his shit straightened out, but he really does need to figure it out because, I mean, <laughs> he's getting a lot of money to play for, and he, for and a he, franchise. And he's a really, really good player, if not He's a great player, yeah. I mean, he's elite, at least a borderline superstar. A lot yeah. of people would say he's a superstar, yeah. but yeah, no, he, he needs to get his act together. I think he will. I think he's just having a lapse in judgment right now. Mm-hmm. And especially, like, man... This is the worst year to do it because the West is pretty fucking wide open. Like they could be, I I still think that overall they're a young, inexperienced, immature team. But this could be a year where they could sneak into the finals. Well, like Josh said, he's he's fine in the West, so he's, he's not really yeah, right. he's, he's not really worried about <laughs> it. Fucking clown. I, I do. <laughs> I don't even want to get into it. But the Grizzlies are stupid. <laughs> uh, who the Warriors play tonight? <laughs> Who they lose to today? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, it doesn't mean they're they're cool. Yeah. So jog get better, please. We all want you to get good. Yep. Straighten out that head. Yes. Got faith. Um, Kevin Durant rolled his ankle in warm-ups before last his his home debut <laughs> yeah, was, for the Suns. Yeah. I saw you, this. You, yeah. Okay. Dude, it's unbelievable. And yeah. I also can't believe that he this is that, that was going to be his home debut. Because I feel well, like he's played for the Suns have been on road for this long. I know he didn't play for a couple of games. Right. I think the the. First handful of games that he missed might have been at home. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. And then after that, they went on the road. <clears throat> when he was healthy. It's just... That's, uh... That's bad. And he rolled it good. Yeah. He rolled it pretty good. As a person who's rolled a couple ankles in his lifetime, it's... It's not funny. I hate... You, you see it and you're like... Mm, yeah. Because... He's out for... I, I saw that he's out for... They're not going to reevaluate him for at least two weeks. He's going to be out for the rest of the regular season, I heard. Oh, is that right? And then maybe even some playoff games. That's that's tough. Which is fucked up because, you know, speaking of our contender rankings, I had the Suns pretty high. <laughs> I think I'm going to stick to it. Yeah. But that does not make me feel good at all. <clears throat> so speaking of our contender rankings. Do you know here they first? are. Yeah, here they are. Um, yeah, the Suns were, were playing some, some pretty nice basketball. Anytime you got Kevin Durant <laughs> on your team, as you know, you got a chance. You're going to be good. You're going to be good. Uh, do you want to go first? Me first? Do we want to talk about what this is? Just to remind the fans? Yeah, go for it. Listeners? Go for it. So, uh, Contender Ranking is a very personal list. You know, it can be anything that you want it to be, essentially. You can have as many teams as you want. It could be all 30. It could be two, one, zero. No, it's got to be at least one. <laughs> and, and I think, <clears throat> did we start doing this last year? Last year was the first year. Um, because I remember you had a lot more teams than I did, which, I, which made me feel 
a little bad. I was like, man, should I have had more? But no. you're just you're you're the kind of guy that wants to keep it wide open for. Well, me. last year I did really feel like it was wide open, and this year I've peeled back a little bit. Okay. Yeah. I I do remember. I I want to say I started with nine or ten teams. It's a lot. Um, it's a lot. And but that's really how I felt about the NBA last year. I thought felt like it was yeah. kind of out there. Like I didn't have the Celtics on my very first list. I don't believe, and they made it to the finals. Yeah, I think I I had the Warriors pretty low for most of the time on my list, and they ended up winning it all. So I think that uh, kind of tells you what you need to know about last year. Yeah. Now last year is different than this year. This year, uh, but it's still kind of wide open. It's still pretty wide open. The standings are, are, are just odd to look at, especially if you look at the West outside of the top two or three teams. Um, are you kidding me? The Kings, as of right now, are either the two or the three seed because the Memphis right, won. Right. But I, I never. But they're not even winning sixty percent of the games, no. which is crazy to think. Yeah. I mean, because <clears> the Nuggets are gonna they're gonna win them. Yeah. They got the top seed for sure. So. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So it's really in in every team that's on your list, you have to believe that they have, you know, some outside shot at least to win the title. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, you can add teams to your list as this goes on, which will we'll update when necessary. So yes. like next next week, I could have a different list, and, we're and you could say no, I don't have I don't have any changes. And we're doing this weekly. And it'll it'll be optional every week. Okay. Yeah. So every time you have a change, you say yo. Time. Yes. Um, So I'll let you go first. Yeah. And start from the bottom, I would say. So how many Uh, teams did you have? I got six. Six? Right. Six. So six, you know, funny enough, I had the Sixers. (laughs) They're the third third seed in the East. At five, I know your Warriors in there, and they were the fifth seed in the West, or at least they were when I did my notes. I believe they're six now. This is solely based off of... Me laughing in your face. How long <laughs> you can't be. You can't be so wrong this year. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't. And I do think if this team gets in the playoffs, nobody wants to see them. Oh yeah. I, and I, I know they're. And I know they're terrible, terrible, terrible on the road. It's so hard to figure out right now. <laughs> but the Warriors. You got Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green on the same court. They haven't lost a playoff series since 2014. So yeah. I like their chances anytime they're playing in the playoffs. Four seed, I got the Nuggets. They're the first in the first in the Western Conference. I know that's probably pretty low, but I just that's not terrible. I can't. I just can't imagine them hoisting the trophy at the end of the season. I can't. Is it because the past couple of years they've come up short? Probably. Is this a new year? I mean, is, it, is this a new year? It's pretty much every year the Nuggets come up short. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So. <clears throat> Yeah, I got them at four. Sorry, your breadbasket guys are gonna be mad, really, because they're all they're Denver boys. Are they Denver boys? <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> Three, I got the Suns. Obviously, after the Kevin Durant news, I don't feel as great about it. Do I think the Suns can win the West or the Finals without Kevin Durant? No, I don't at all. But here we are. I think Kevin Durant. I think the Suns could do well enough. From this point on, to win at least a playoff series without Kevin Durant, for sure, and then, Ke- yeah. and then KD come back. You know, coming off an ankle, it's not like coming off ACL or an MCL. Yeah. I wouldn't think. No, I agree. He'll, yeah. he'll be a little rusty, but it's Kevin Durant. Yeah, I think a jury's still out on how long that injury is going to be. Like he could come back before yeah. the season's over. Uh, number two for me is the Celtics. They are the second seed in the East, reigning Eastern Conference champions. They've been playing well all season. They got a good core. You know, different coach, which is, you know, you got to give them props for doing that. I think the fact that they've played as well as they have without having Udoka there is, I think it speaks to their players. 
And number one for me is the Bucks and the first in the East. Is this because I picked them to win the whole thing earlier this season? Maybe a little bit. They're also playing great basketball. I mean, they uh, they, won, they won like 16, 16 straight. 16 straight. Just recently snapped that. Yeah. That's, that's nothing to scoff at. Right. No doubt. And they've had a good core nucleus for a few years, since their finals year. Yeah. You know, Giannis is an animal. You can't, you can't stop that guy. No, it's... it's you yeah. I like your list. Very good list. Thank you. I also have six teams. Okay. I don't have the Sixers, though, at six. I have the... This is probably going to shock you. And I don't know why I like this pick, but I feel like I'm putting it in there just so I can be right. I saw, I saw what you put. <laughs> um, in case something crazy happens. But I have the Cavaliers at number six. You're telling me you can see the Cavs hoisting the Larry O'Brien trophy. There's something about that team. Yeah. And I think I like the fact that they have two really nice guards. Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland, both all-star caliber players. And I like that they have probably the best duo of bigs in uh, Evan Mobley and Jared Allen in the league. Okay. I mean, I know bigs is very – the word bigs is kind of thrown around easily. Like, yeah. do you, some people could call Draymond Green a big. I don't know if that's really the truth. He's six foot six or seven, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> but true bigs. They have the, the Twin Towers, as people like to call them. Yeah. So I really – I find them to be a very interesting team, and I feel like I, I want to say they might have the first or second best point differential in the NBA, which doesn't mean nothing to me. Like it, it means something to me. Oh yeah, a little I mean, bit. It has to mean <clears throat> it's something, right? It's something. It now, is. now can that get distorted by some blowout wins where you know the the bench comes in and extends the lead and it doesn't, you know, mm-hmm. or or vice versa? Sure, but um, I find them to be a very intriguing team. Maybe maybe they are really a year away from building that true chemistry to be a championship type team, but uh, I, I I like that. Um, we got the Warriors at five, kind of similar reasons for as you do. Um, I mean, after today, I was almost like gonna take them off the list, <laughs> but uh, it just yeah, they're I I know what they are are capable of. Mm-hmm. It's just is the bench unit gonna give them enough? Are they gonna be able to play? quality defense on the road in the playoffs because they've been atrocious defensively on the road this year. So it's just, it's, it's, it's really odd to, to watch them because they obviously just went on a five game home winning streak <coughs> recently, but they just can't win a game on the road to save no, lives. They can't. They're seven and 26 now. On the road. Seven and 26 lost eight straight on the road. Is that good? <sighs> it's, you know, it's all right. <laughs> it's better than I could do. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. <clears throat> Anyways. Um, so I do differ from you in that I have the Suns at number four and the Nuggets at number three. Um, the reason I have the, the Suns at number four is I feel like just, especially when you integrate it, I know Kitty is pretty good when it comes to just throwing a guy in there. Chemistry. And seeing what could happen. But, yeah, chemistry, especially halfway through, or more than halfway through a season. And now the injury doesn't help either. Um, so, yeah, I feel like it would just be kind of hard to think about them winning the title after all that, which is why I have these other three teams ahead of them. And Nuggets, number three. And I feel like the Nuggets, they have, they have to be the team that comes out of the West. If, if you're thinking about them, and what they've what they've failed to do in the, in the past handful of years, they've been to they went to the conference finals in the bubble, which you know that doesn't mean a lot to a lot of people, right? But every other year it's been first or second round exit. 
It's like you you got to put it together. They have the team to do it. Yeah. I mean, you talk about Jokic is going to win probably the third straight MVP. It's insane. Jamal Murray's a pretty nice point guard. Of course. Is he elite? No, but he's very good. <clears throat> um, and then you talk about MPJ and, and um, Aaron Gordon at the forward spots are two very good players at their positions. They got the length, the athleticism. Mike Malone's a good coach. Mike Malone is a very good coach. I, I mean, I know the Kings are doing just fine with Mike Brown now, but I, I felt like when the Kings <laughs> let, let him go, that was a mistake. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, I, to me, the Nuggets, I don't feel like they're the favorite to win at all, but they need to be the team, yeah. in my opinion, out of the West. They have no excuses at this point. Mm-hmm. Celtics, I have have number two as well. I, I feel like I could have put them number one, but I just don't really trust Tatum and, and Brown quite yet. Okay. Um, I really do like them, though. Like they probably, Last year wasn't enough for you? No, because, I've, I mean, the Warriors, they should have beat the Warriors. They really should have. You really think that? If you think about it, they... Those guys are in their athletic prime. They still have some time to develop as overall players, but I'm, I'm, shock, I'm kind of shocked you're saying this. I, I and you're and you're not one of these Warriors. I don't know. You're not one of these Warriors fans that thinks the Warriors are the best thing since sliced bread. No, I mean I don't think that 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 Warriors team was probably the worst of the four championship teams if you just look at them on paper. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's either that. It's either that one or the twenty. The first one. Yeah. yeah. Fair. Um. But I just I, I I'm I'm just looking for a little more and to me Jason Tatum being the best player on the team kind of makes me not want to pull for you know or not think that they're going to win at all I just don't I don't believe in him totally yet You don't think he's <clears throat> him You think he's soft I feel like he thinks he's Kevin Durant but he's just not quite Kevin Durant Like to me to me Jalen du- Jalen dog Jalen Brown has a dog in him. He does. I really like Jalen more Brown. more than Jason Tatum. But Jason Tatum as is... an individual all around player, like I'll take Tatum by a little bit. But I don't think that. I think people talk about Tatum as if he's the guy, and he's just. I feel like he's just missing a little something. But I don't know. I I know what you mean. Yeah. I can't. I can't. It's pin, hard to. I can't pinpoint what it is. Yeah, I know it sounds stupid to just say I don't feel like he's the guy, but I just when I watch him, I feel like he's just missing a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't feel like he can. I, I don't. I'm just yeah. gonna throw a percentage out. I don't feel like he can shoot 46 percent and be that guy. Okay. Like you got to be that 50 plus percent guy. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and then I got the Bucks in number one, just like you. I and the reason I really felt like I should have could have put the Celtics at number one is that I don't feel like the Bucks are the same without a good Chris Middleton, which he has not been good this year. Yeah. He's missed a lot of games, of course, because he's coming off that injury from last season. Um. But I still do like the Bucks overall. I mean, Giannis is amazing. Yeah, he's um, Drew Holiday is a nice point guard. I I do think that someone's going to have to step up other than those two guys for them to get to the finals. But I give them the best chance right now. Yeah. <clears throat> I like it. I like it a lot. And that's it for the NBA, right? It is. Yeah, yeah I feel like 1-2 is interchangeable. But yeah, I'll go Bucks for now. On some UFC news, John Jones returned to the Octagon last Saturday. He's back. To face, um, can you help me out with this name, please? Oh, Cyril Gunn? Cyril Gunn, thank yeah. you. Who is? Frenchy. Parisian. Is he Parisian? I think he's from Paris. Oh, oh yeah. Or yeah. French. Yeah. Or, yeah. Parisian, yeah? Yeah. I was, for some reason, I was thinking Peruvian when yeah. he said that. It's like, he's from Peru? <laughs> for the heavyweight title. First fight in nearly three years for John Jones. Also his heavyweight debut. And John Jones won this fight by submission 
in just uh, two, a little over two minutes into the first round. I don't know why, but I thought it was only a minute in, but I guess it was two minutes. Still the first round, and I can't, I can't believe that John Jones was able to make it look this easy. Yeah, I and mean, I know John Jones. Everyone calls him the goat. You know, I've been watching the UFC for as long as his career has been going on. But you're telling me this guy takes off three years. And just, looks like a guy who's been drinking a 12-pack a day. He, he doesn't look like he's in He looks like he's one of us out there, belly-wise. Well, he looked like he tried hard to put on weight. Is, is yeah. really what it is. Okay, yeah, you know, yeah. going to heavyweight. Right. And he put this guy down who's been fighting in the UFC probably for the last three years yeah. that easy. It's unbelievable. And he submission, yeah. Yeah, he just choked him out. He choked him out. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was really odd to see. Um, this is another one where I got to the place I was going to watch the fight. Right before the main event started. Yeah. Speaking of what we were talking about earlier. Um, so I was super juiced to, to be there for it, assuming it was going to, you know. Was there a lot of people at Dylan's? Uh, no, it was just six of us. Danny uh, and then Taylor Dillon, Kitty Elise. Nice. Um, yeah, a little disappointing, I guess, or underwhelming, I would say. I mean, it just... When you, when you pay for a fight, you want it to go a little further than that. Right. You know, I would kind of put that in the... Mike Tyson category where you, you know, you want the fight to go a little longer, but right. it just doesn't happen. And and for me, even if like I watched some other good fights along the way, which I didn't, but even if I did, I still would not feel like I got my money's worth because this is what I what I bought the fight. Oh yeah, fight card for it, right? Yeah. I mean, I didn't pay for it, but just in general, like if that was the case. I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, John Jones. This guy just—he's a beast. This guy seems like he can roll out of bed and beat anybody. It's unbelievable. Pretty it much. It really is. I mean, 27-1 and his one loss was by disqualification. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, he had one uh, one no decision or whatever they call it. But, yeah. He's different. He is different. Uh, he, I read today that he's defended he defended his light heavyweight title 15, 11 times. Or, yeah, he has the most title defense wins, yeah. I think, of all time right. in the UFC. It's crazy. And now he's a heavyweight champ. So. Heavyweight champ. He's got the belt. He's, yeah. he's a heavyweight champ. I mean, I, I feel like the only one who you would consider to be the GOAT other than him would maybe be Khabib. But Khabib also didn't fight nearly as many fights as he does. Yeah, Khabib is a fucking badass. Yeah. For sure. It's kind of a bummer that he gave up. But I, I get it. Like, he got to that point where no one he was fighting was giving him a, a shot. Like, no. It was, it was just, it was over quickly very often. So. John Jones, you're, and he even admits this, he's not a great person. He's not a great guy, but he's a hell of a fighter, and I gotta, <clears throat> give, I gotta give it to you, you're a, fucking, you're a badass yeah. at what you do. I think I knew this, but I forgot that he is Chandler Jones' brother. Really? Yeah. No shit? Yeah. The guy who plays for the Raiders now, I guess. The one who's stiff-armed Mac Jones. <laughs> for the win. Do you pay for the Chiefs? Uh no, that was Chris Jones. Chris Jones. Yeah. Chris Jones. Chandler, Chandler Jones played for the Patriots for a while, then oh, okay. the Cardinals, and then just yes. recently played yes. with the Raiders this last year. Oh wow. Yeah. Good very good football player. <laughs> very good genes in that family. Right, right. Fucking John Jones, man. John Bones Jones. Not Jerry Bones Jones. <laughs> but John Bones Jones. You could tell Bruce Buffer was very happy to see him back in the octagon. Oh, yeah. Dude, Bruce Buffer <laughs> He's a goat. He's popping veins when he's up there. Oh, yeah. Him and uh, who's his brother that does the boxing? What, I forget his Bruce name. Bruce Buffer. Or no. 
Yeah, Bruce, Bruce is, does UFC, right? No. Michael Buffer. Michael does, Buffer. Michael Buffer does, does boxing. Boxing, okay. Bruce sorry, does sorry, UFC. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Michael you, Buffer. You, you, see, you see Bruce Buffer doing more, the UFC. Yeah, yeah. Or you see him more often now. So right, right, because UFC is more popular. Yeah. And Michael Buffer might not even do that anymore. Right, he's, probably, he's probably done. Yeah. He's probably good. But he was pretty good. Yeah, all right, let's get ready to rumble. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh, that would be a good... That would be a good one to start the day with. Absolutely. <laughs> <clears throat> but Bruce Buffer... No, Michael Buffer... Look it up. Michael Buffer is the boxing guy. Is he? Bruce Buffer is the guy who does UFC currently. 100%. Yeah, okay. I'll take a word for it. I'll take a word for it. <laughs> the Kings are blowing it, by the way. They're down by oh, one shit. now. Oh, shit. It's only one point. Down by one now to the New York Knicks. They're, they're up by one. Or up by one, excuse me. <clears throat> well, I guess it's that time, Gage. That was easy. Last call. Yeah, buddy. What'd you do to your... I, I put the... Uh... <laughs> Oops. That's how I get the water off. Oh, I see. My beer. I see, I see. So what do you got? I got quite a bit. I mean, do you, I... do you have anything juicy? Um, I had two things that you already... Or two of my own things, yes. So gotcha. You go. All right. Well, the uh, World Baseball Classic is underway. Yeah. I've been watching a couple games. So I don't, yeah. Um it's been kind of fun to watch. I guess Otani had a really nice day earlier today. Four innings pitched. Huh. Also had two hits. Um, and Japan won their first game. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, U.S. starts their tournament on Saturday. Should be fun. We're playing Mexico on Sunday. Rowdy Tellez playing for Mexico. Ooh. You ready? <laughs> future future ISR guest. Future ISR guest. 100%. <laughs> But uh, in the baseball realm of things, Manny Machado recently signed an 11-year, $350 million contract extension with the Padres. I should have played baseball. <laughs> Shit. It's, um, it's going to be... In- I mean, the Padres are going to be set for the next, I would say, four years at the, at the minimum. At least they'll think that way, whether they're winning or not. Yeah. But uh, it's going to be funny in like six, seven years when these guys start to fall off. I mean, you got Bogarts. Bogarts just turned thirty. Machado's thirty. Um, They're trying to win now. Yeah, I mean, who who really knows what Tatis is going to do coming off yeah. the suspension? We know Soto's going to be a stud. Soto's awesome, but he wasn't very good last year. Like overall, his numbers were not spectacular, and he's a free agent after this coming year. Yeah. Giants. I think the Dodgers are 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 peeling back to go all because the Dodgers didn't do shit this offseason, yeah. right? If you think about it, yeah, I just feel like they're they're gonna go all in for him. Don't. If he has a great year, the Dodgers will go in all all in for him. Well, don't say that. But if the Padres are smart and he's having a great year, mid season extension, laid down four hundred million dollars. Yeah. Can't can't let him get away if if you <laughs> if you really want him. No kidding. Also, uh, Jim Beheim uh, was announced yesterday. He's I was not going to mention this. Yeah, he's not returning to Syracuse. Um, 47 years as, as 47, head coach. 47. <laughs> Only team he ever coached, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Uh, five Final Four appearances, 2003 National Champion with Mello, of course. Easy to remember that one. This guy had a 717 career winning percentage. That's pretty, pretty damn amazing. Uh, second most wins all time, of course, behind Coach K. And that's, and that's what makes it 
in perspective that he has one national championship. It's it is crazy. In forty seven years. Yeah. That's a very bad percentage. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. If if you compare, so do, do, do we Blue know? Bloods, do we know if he went to the championship game in the other four final four appearances? You know, I didn't. I didn't look into that. I didn't. But because uh, I don't think because I want to say probably not. Nico was there for two of them, freshman year. Two senior. of the final four appearances. Yeah, and I don't think they made it to the championship. I game. believe they did not. Yeah. So that leaves that leaves, <clears throat> that leaves one out. Right. So. Or two more. Well, no, because if you count all five. The so two that Nico was there? Two Nico was there. And then... The, oh, the, you're right. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> um, but, yeah. It, it's... Yeah, if, if you compare them to the Blue Bloods, like if you take Duke, of course, North Carolina, Kansas, maybe even Michigan State, they're not there. But, yeah. I mean, winning a national championship is not an easy thing to it's do. It's not. It's not. I mean, you've got to win six straight games these days to win the, win the whole thing. But when you're when you're when you're somewhere for forty seven years, and you hit the pinnacle once, well, yeah, it's it's tough because it's hard. It's hard. It is very. They know they would like Syracuse probably didn't know any any different or better. You know. Yeah. yeah. But uh, hell of a hell of a run. Obviously, the last last four years they were not ranked any week of the seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, just one tournament appearance, of course. So. Probably felt it was time. He's 78 years old. Yeah, it's, it's got to be a time where you just say... I mean, it, it sounded like he probably did want to come back, but I think this is... Uh, it's time. Yeah, it's time. It's probably, probably time to hang it up there, Jimmy. I talked to Nico about it, and he said it's, it's time. Yeah, I, I felt like last handful of times I've talked to Nico about Syracuse basketball, he felt like it was the end of the run. Time to move on. Sad, but it's, a, it's an incredible career. Right, no doubt. Incredible career. Speaking of college basketball, we got March Madness beginning next week, and we're going to do a tournament challenge, of course, again, which we've had trouble getting people to join. I know filling out a bracket, it's a little tedious, but... It's tough. Yeah, you just, We'll do it through ESPN. Yeah, just take 10 minutes and knock yeah. it out. And we'll yeah. promote it. Like, oh, don't have to overthink it. We're going to shove it down your throat, yeah. so you better, you better join. I think, uh, you think 10 bucks would be another good, good yeah. reason to get people into it? Yeah. I feel like money, without being over... over Money's more of an incentive to join. Right. A prize. Prize, absolutely. <clears throat> so, yeah, we'll do that again. Should be fun, as always. Maybe throw some ISR gear, too, maybe. We'll see. Depending on where I don't know if I have, have any gear. <laughs> you have any hats left? Uh, I might have some shirts. And some shirts? Who, I don't think anyone wants those hats, though. <laughs> <laughs> Not much of a prize. It's more of a, like, get it out of my inventory. <laughs> I should just tell you those all to work. And just... <laughs> see? Yeah. yeah. Dude, that would be kind of funny. Put them, uh, you know, it's nice... Uh, you know, what's where I'm looking for. Right. I don't know. <laughs> like, you know, you put something out and people see it. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, advertisement. Yes, yeah. thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have not watched a lick of college basketball at all. But no, it's still fun. I hate college basketball. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's March Madness and we'll do it. It's always, it's a, it's a very fun event, tournament, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But college basketball sucks. And I just can't get my mind wrapped around when... People say, I can't watch the NBA, but they love college basketball. <laughs> Just can't do it. <laughs> yeah, I get it. <clears throat> so each is their own. So did you see Tommy Fury beat Jake Paul in a split decision That's for right. Paul's was, first loss? I was wondering if we had talked about that yet, but no. Yeah. Are you I'm, sad? <laughs> no. Neither am I. We're moving on. <laughs> yeah. Jake Paul's a puss. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy Fury handled him. Did he? That's what I've heard. And I'm glad because, you know, people are coming out with these, you know, 
script is a good word now these days. Like, oh, like, oh, Jake Paul has a script. You know, it's, he's going to win. It's already in the books. Didn't happen. Sorry, Jake. No. Yep. Whatever. Also, are you, do you know who Kelsey Plum is? She is the. For the name. She's an NBA player for the Las Vegas Aces. You've probably seen her before. She married Darren Waller. Oh. Tight end for the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah. I saw this on, you know, Instagram, whatever, and I was just like, wait, what? <laughs> I had no idea. You know, I, I like pop, pop culture and you see things, you hear things. Yeah. But they had a full-blown wedding. She looked great. He looked great. He also had a tattoo on the side of his head. <laughs> really... And he had it shaved and all that. And looked, you know, it's badass. <clears throat> wow. But the fact that these two were seemingly able to keep this relationship under wraps... For so long. Good for them, by the way. Yeah. Because they didn't want all this you know, publicity. Who wants that? They don't need it because they're professionals. But congrats to them. I had no idea you guys were dating, but <laughs> you guys looked very happy at the wedding. They're joining the Swansons as a couple that live or play in the same city now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's also what I thought, too, because I was like, oh, well, she plays in Vegas, and he's in Vegas now, so I'm sure that's probably how they met. <laughs> I would imagine so. So. It's also funny to think though, like like Darren Waller may not be a Raider for that much longer. I'm sure they've talked about that, and they'll make it work. Right, I'm sure they will. Darren Waller makes a lot of money. Yeah. Ooh. Well, Kings have stretched it back out to five with seven minutes left. They sure have. Shall we wrap this up and go watch the end of the game? We should. Okay. This has been a long episode, but Very we also long. we took a week off. We though. took. We yeah. took a week I mean, off. It's been two weeks since our last episode, um, but it's I good am... to get back to it. I am truly intoxicated on this report. There you go. This That's what it's all about. Yes. <laughs> well, uh, thank you all for watching, listening. Um, not totally sure what the schedule is going to be going forward, but we'll keep you posted, and uh, yes. Yes. we'll see you next time. Peace.